Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chicken Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to this episode. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. Today, our guest is Adam Kipnis, and I had the wonderful luxury of meeting uh, Adam at a very high-end mastermind on, in Malibu, right on the Pacific Ocean. It was so fun. Um, probably one of the best masterminds I've attended in, I can't tell you how long, but um, let me tell you a little bit about Adam. He is recognized as a top marketing strategist and business breakthrough specialist who can show any, and I mean any, so listen up, any business owner in less than 45 minutes, how to triple their current number of leads, double their sales and increase their annual revenue by 30 to $50,000 or more without spending a single dime, an additional dime, right? Spending a cent on marketing and advertising. So welcome to the show, Adam. I am excited to hear about this. Thanks, Jen. I appreciate being here. And it's good to see you again. That was a great uh, week or weekend, whatever it was. We were yeah. there for like four days at that mastermind or whatever. But it's great to see you again. And I appreciate the opportunity to, to meet with talk to your audience. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy to have you here. So we're going to dig in right away. I mean, one of the things I mean, obviously, that's, you know, a pretty aggressive statement, right, that you've made. And so we want to talk about um, I, 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 we will go into what is it? Cause I want, I want to kind of leave everybody hanging, right? right. We'll leave everybody hanging a little bit, but <laughs> you know, um, tell us a little bit about your history and how you got to this point that you've been able to help so many people. It, it, it's an interesting background because I didn't start out on this path necessarily. I started out, um, corporate world and, was you know just doing my job and I was working with small business owners in that corporate job, really helping with with operations and back office efficiency and things like that. And then, um, as most things happen in the world, my wife saw some ad on Facebook, and so she saw an ad for an event on Facebook, and we went to an event, and um, it was it was all based on real estate investing, and this is back in two thousand nine ten, which was a, a great time for for real estate investing in the yeah. Phoenix area where I am. And so we learned about real estate, we learned about investing, and then we started going to conferences. And um, once you go to some conferences, as Jen knows very well, you become a conference and seminar junkie, 
right? You, you start to go to different ones, you build your vacations around them, you go find ones that are at the beach and you get to learn a lot and you get to do a lot. And, and we started doing that. And in that process, I learned about the, the, the coaching process and what it meant. And I was a, you know, a marginal high school athlete. So I had, a, had coaches in, in that realm, but I didn't ever have one in business and didn't really realize until getting into this world, that's what I was doing. I was really coaching my clients mm-hmm. through the back office efficiency and things that they could do and going to these events. I learned more when I would come back, I would download all that information on my clients and they would start to have success. And that kind of built on itself. And over the last 12 years of doing this, I just keep finding new information, learning things, bringing it to my clients, bringing it to my podcast, to my audience and seeing success and then built a framework around it. And now I'm able to do um, more leads, more money, more revenue, less time, less money um, for everyone I meet with. I, I have this belief that I can fundamentally change your business or life with one question, one idea or one conversation. Doesn't always work that way. But I believe that going in and more often than not, I'm able to to give some information and some support and I love doing it. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's great. Okay, so so share with us a little bit about, you know, one of the clients that stands out to you, you know, someone who because a lot of people who are listening to this, you know, they're they're variety, right? There's they go across the, the whole spectrum of success, struggle, et cetera, et cetera. But who shines for you as one of the clients without their name? One of their client, one of your clients who, uh, you know, was in dire straits or frustrated or confused or segmented that you, you know, would like to share with us their story. Definitely. And there are two, so I'll try and be quick on them. But one, I was working with a male and female and female business partners. They weren't married. They were just strictly business partners in the financial industry in San Francisco. They were making $80,000 a year in revenue, okay. which is pretty much rent and ramen in San Francisco. Yeah, because when, that's when, not net income. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's, that's revenue. And, and yeah, 35 that's, of that went to yeah, rent. Right. And then they had to split the remaining, you know, 50 oh, grand between two people, two households. And they did that two years in a row. And it wasn't from lack of effort. It wasn't from being smart and good at what they do they just got so involved in the stuff that their business didn't grow. Mm-hmm. And through understanding who they were, what they wanted, the type of client they wanted, we literally implemented one strategy that cost them nothing except a few lunches. And they grew their business from 80,000 in revenue to 1.2 million in revenue inside of four years. Wow. And then both started working three days a week and, uh, and that was recurring revenue. They, yeah. But they, they dove into the one thing they needed. What happens with a lot of businesses is they do 90 different things and none of them work really well. Rather than taking a step back and identifying, all right, what are we actually good at? What do we need? Let's do that thing. Yeah. And when that bears fruit, now we can look at what the next thing will be. And they were really, really good at that. And um, it's one of my favorite stories because they're, they're just awesome people. And honestly, their success says more about them than it does about me because they did the work and they yeah. were open and they said, all right, tell us what we should do. And they went and did it. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So in, you know, and so often in business, you know, we don't see our own ears, right? We can't, we talk about blind spots, you know, or we don't see our own ears, um, you know, and sometimes just bringing someone in to see that the simple thing, you know, I know for me as a coach, you know, I'm very intuitive at being able to see what the problem is as are you, but not for myself. And sometimes not you, right? I mean, that's why we need mentors and coaches to be able to share with us um, what we're missing. Okay, so that's one story. Tell us another story. Other story, um, firm here in Phoenix, also in the financial industry, although I work with many, many different industries. My, My typical favorite clients are people who have knowledge up here in their head. Yeah. And they can hang out a shingle. Like you could be a realtor, you could be a doctor, you could be a financial advisor, an accountant, right? You learned your information your and you can be in business tomorrow. Yeah. And, um, and I work really well with all of them and I've had great success, but this firm, they, they were doing really well. They were doing about $2 million in revenue, but they were stuck and they were at each other's throats. Like <laughs> they were just fighting internally mm-hmm. and when we, what we did is we locked them in a room for two days, put, left their cell phones outside and figured out, all right, where's this angst coming from? Why are you, what should be a successful, happy business. And and it turned out that everything was in the owner founder's head and he gave that information as needed. And so people didn't know what to do. They were kind of on eggshells because they didn't know what to do, but they didn't want to ask. And so as we get into the first meeting, there were seven people in the firm, one being the, uh, the receptionist. And I said, hey, you know, the meeting's about to start. And she said, well, I'm not in that meeting. And I said, yes, you are. And the founder said, she's not in this meeting. And I said, yes, she yes, is. is. <laughs> and neither one knew why. And the yeah. owner was a little bit, he wasn't annoyed, but he's an owner and a founder. Like right, he likes right, control right. And, and to run things. Yeah. And, and she didn't know why she was there. But in sitting in the meeting, what they realized is everyone had a role in the sales process, in the client development process, in the retention process, (laughs) including her, right? And she didn't realize, and the owner didn't teach her that when someone comes into the office, she's the first face. She's the first voice. We've all been to the doctor or the dentist where we sit in the waiting room and it's super uncomfortable and we're reading like a three-month-old people magazine and we just can't wait to get out of that room. If, if you don't have a good experience there, that person might not want to come back because they don't want that five minutes of pain. Right. And when the person leaves, this is the last face, the last voice. When they call in, this is the first voice. Mm-hmm. So she was critical in this process. And one of the biggest takeaways was he understood it and treated her differently and um, understood her value. Receptionist, yeah. She came in the next day for the second day. She dressed better. Uh She asked questions of, and she asked questions, hey, who's coming in today? What do I need to know? What are we working on? Is this the first time they've been here or is this a longtime client? She got two raises and promoted within 18 months. And it all came from that meeting and everyone understanding their role. We all have a role in what yeah. we do. We just don't always know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, gosh, I was just talking about this on a, a webinar like two minutes ago. <laughs> we get on here. So I was just talking about this. So I won't, I won't dive into how my perspective on it, but you're right. I mean, there, everybody has roles and you have to share, 
you know, what, what the vision is for the company. And I think that's, that's some of it, right? Okay. So thank you for sharing those stories. I think that's beautiful. And I love the message that we learned in that, you know, as well. Um, but let's talk about just the sole proprietor, right? The sole proprietor that is just, you know, been told Facebook ads are good. Facebook ads are bad. Google ads are good. Google ads are bad. You need to network. They don't like to network or they go to network and they don't feel like they get business because that's why you're not going to network. <laughs> you're not right. going to network to get business. You're going there to identify potential partners, right? But, but they feel like they're just working their fingers to a bone and why is it not going any further? So get us down into the nitty gritty of what you feel is that number one thing that they're missing and able to move forward. In, in one word, the thing that they're missing is a strategy. And okay. everything I do comes from a strategic point of view. Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer that you take a step back, build a strategy, whether you wanna lose 10 pounds, build a business, retire, plan a vacation. If you take a few minutes to plan it out, you're going to have more success. And many business owners jump from tactic to tactic. And like you said, are Facebook ads good or bad? The answer is yes, but I don't know for you which right. one it is yeah. because yeah. we don't know yet, right? If, yeah. you're, if you're selling hearing aids or if you're selling Medicare supplement insurance, Facebook's probably not a great place to go. Yeah. 65 yeah. plus year olds, are on there to see their grandchildren and they catch up with friends, but they don't buy a whole lot statistically yeah. from Facebook. But married couples 65 or older are the number one buyer of delivered newspapers in the country. Wow. wow. So if, I don't know, <laughs> most of the people listening don't do newspaper advertising. Right, right. But if that's your client, you yeah. should probably be advertising in the newspaper or Every neighborhood, at least in my area, has like the neighborhood thing with the restaurants and the, yeah, the local yeah. stories, right? Go where your people are. So mm -hmm. take a step back on the strategy. And um, if you do that, then um, you will see more success because your conversions will be higher, right? Yeah. You can get lots of leads, but your conversions will be higher because you're going where your people are. And then the second thing around, around that is... Um, not only understanding who your client is and where they are, but what is it that they get from you? Most business owners are really focused on what they do, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. a coach and I can tell every, everyone I'm listening. I'm a coach, right. I'm a coach and you need a coach. A coach. And that's le legitimately true. I can help every single one of you, but that doesn't mean you're going to hire me. You want to hire me or that's what you need right now. Right. right. So stop worrying about what your widget is and start understanding more about what the problem is. Right. There's there's a problem people have that they don't want on one side and there's a solution they want that they don't have on the other. Mm -hmm. And if you can insert yourself as the bridge between getting rid of that problem and getting to the solution, you're going to get yeses six, seven, eight out of ten times because you put yourself as the solution that they need to get where they want to go. And, and I think a lot of business owners get lost in their product. And then, then the final thing is um, lots of business owners think they need more leads. Yes. I was but just going to ask you that. And I, I concur with you. It's not about more leads. It's about converting what you have. Right. If yeah. you have a thousand leads, but you can't sell, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. So let's work on the conversions. You, every person here, and I've got one trick that the, the th- triple your leads I can do in, in one second, but you have the leads in your world mm-hmm. and it's not on social media. It's actually in the palm of your hand. You have all the leads you need, but you're not talking to those people and not converting those people. Yeah. And just stop chasing leads, stop spending money on leads, start working on your, your conversion skills, getting the right person. Once you do that, they're going to buy from you again and again. When they do that, you can raise your prices because you're busy. You do convert more and higher prices. Now we can back up the truck and go find leads and spend money. Most businesses do it backwards. If you even need it, because once you're able to increase your price, you may not need as many. (laughs) And that's part of it too. Yeah. I love, I love everything you're saying, because this is something I preach all the time, you know, about leads is I call it acres of diamonds. You have acres of diamonds right under your feet. And yet everyone has their binoculars on looking, (laughs) looking, looking, right. And they're not even seeing what's underneath their their own feet. They're just constantly looking out. So I love, um, I love that piece of it as well. What, what is, so if someone were to call you and, and talk to you and say, you know, I want, I want your, your magic pill or your secret or whatever, what is the thing that they need to know to have that conversation with you? You know, the, the biggest thing they need is um, bigger ears and a smaller mouth. Mm-hmm. And that's, we've heard that, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have yeah. two ear, ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, so much of it is, we get ingrained in what we do. We get ingrained in what we've been taught. I had this conversation with, with a client the other day. Um, she runs the marketing department of a startup business. And she's you know talking about marketing and what they should do. And, and we're working on ideas. Well, the owner of the company you know, took a class at one point on Facebook and <laughs> told her everything she's doing is wrong. Okay, yeah. And while that person teaching it probably has a system and it might work and he learned it does that make every piece of information that you've ever learned correct no and it doesn't right Right. um someone that we both know greg reed um hosts an event and at it he talks about sand in the hand and i use his sand in the hand analogy i use it all the time yeah yeah Yeah. I, i i steal it and i give him credit right if you go to the beach and you grab a handful of sand some of that stand's going to fall th- off the sides of your hands. It's going to fall through your fingers, mm-hmm. but uh, some of it's going to sit right in the palm of your hand. I don't know if you, everyone can see it on the video. Yeah. And yeah. think of the advice that you get, the information that you get, the training that you get as that sand, right? Yeah. Some of it is not right for you and it falls away and you don't have to listen to it, but some of it is just right for you and your business and it sits in your hand. You know, so I think the biggest thing, whenever I'm talking to people, I want them to be open. I want them to tell me everything. I want them to have hold nothing back because it's a safe space. I'm not going to judge you for where you are. We've all done dumb things to ourselves in our lives, good, bad, or otherwise, right? And put it out there and then just listen. And then let's brainstorm it out because Jen, your business is going to be different from mine. The same strategy overall may work, but our tactics are going to be different. Our reasons are going to be different. And so openness is the key. And, you know, and knowing, hey, you don't have to buy everything, right? Right. Just because someone talks to me, if you love me and you think I can help, by all means, I'd love to to work with people that want to work with me and are open. But too often we see a course or we go to an event and we buy it because it's the magic pill. Yeah. 
there, re- there isn't one. We all know there isn't one. And intuitively, when we're paying for it, we know there isn't one. Right. But we do it anyway. So right. be open, be thoughtful, and then honestly, be strategic. Allow yeah. yourself to be strategic a little bit and put pen to paper and get to the answer you want. Yeah. Okay. So when you, when you say that you have, you know, in 45 minutes, you can, you know, solve everybody's problems in 45, you know, less than 45 minutes and it's not spending money. Can you share one strategy or tactic that you've used with some clients, all clients, maybe there's an even thread, just one strategy to help people understand, well, if it's not Facebook ads, then what is it that's costing me? That's not costing me money. How do I get the word out? Um, in, in two words, it's process and messaging. Got and it. if you have a, a process, mm-hmm. then you know how to message it. And, and here's the reason there are every buyer goes through a journey. Yes. Some people that journey is very short. Some people that journey is very long, right? Um, if you're going and you're leaving the, the house and you've got a big day ahead of you and you know that you need some energy and you're like, I need, I need a cup of coffee, right? right? I want to get coffee on my way out, right? You're going through a journey. What's how much time do I have? Do I want to go to Starbucks or do I want to go to Pete's or do I want to go to name Dunkin' Donuts, name coffee house in your city? Yeah. Right. That's part of the journey. I, and, and first is the benefits, right? I'm going to feel good. I love the smell of coffee. I know I'm going to be jazzed. Um, I, I love the taste of coffee. It feels good in my hand. There are people, I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I know people without that coffee in their hand, yeah, they're a different person. Yeah. It's not the coffee. It's the, it's the, the holding of it in the process, right? So those are the benefits. But then you think, well, I'm going to be late to my meeting. Do I really need to drop four and a half bucks on a cup of coffee? It's in Arizona, it's a hundred and whatever degrees outside right now. Do I need a hot cup of coffee? Those are the detractions, the objections to buying something. Then when you benefits outweigh objections, now you're a buyer. And now you make the determination, is it Starbucks? Is it Dunkin' Donuts? Is it Pete's? Is it my local place? Now it's brand. Yeah, now it's message. Right. Most advertising that you see out there focuses on that now buyer, which is like 1% to 2% of the population who are ready to buy now. Yeah. They ignore the 98% of the people that are going through this journey. And so if you understand the journey, you want to grab hold of your prospect's hand and walk them across the street to your product that's sitting there like a little pot of gold. What we tend to do is we do it backwards. We tell people what our thing is, mm-hmm. and then we explain why they want it. So rather than doing that, flip it and say, all right, first I need to stop people, right? Yeah. We, get, we have 3,500 statistically pieces of marketing that hit us every day. Yeah. On my desk, I've got a watch. I've got a phone. I've got a mouse. They all have brand names on them. Yeah. If I left the room and you asked me what's on my desk, I probably couldn't tell you because I ignore it. Right. And then you turn on the TV and you have commercials, you drive down the street and you have billboards. So we are conditioned to ignore everything around us because we get so much overload. Right. So we need to interrupt them from what they're doing. So how can you interrupt people to open their eyes and say, all right, that's why Geico has that adorable little gecko. It's not because he sells insurance, but it stops people and people say, ooh, 
they lift up their head from dinner or work right. or whatever they're doing and they want to see what the get goes up to. Yeah. Right. So first you interrupt them. Then you want to engage them. You don't want to tell them what you have. You want to tell them you have something that will solve their problem. Problem. Mm -hmm. Next, you educate them on why it's going to work, mm -hmm. not the how, just the why and the what, and that it's going to work for them. And then when you make an offer, you've already brought them a long way down that journey. Yeah, they're if more you make familiar your offer with first, you. Yeah. Correct. You make your offer first. Now you have to explain why that works. Yeah, it's if you make your that. offer last, they're yeah. much more conditioned to say yes. Yeah, well, it's can it's a consultative selling approach, but really, what you're saying is it's a consultative uh, familiarization uh, marketing approach. You know, Correct. as opposed to yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, there are several nuggets in there that you, you talked about, <laughs> about nuggets. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, in my experience, um, I think the biggest challenge for entrepreneurs and small business owners, salespeople is they don't know what makes them different. You know, they, they, uh, they're living with the identity of a title and really struggling with the, the new identity of the servant and what they can do. Do you do for people? You know, they say, what makes you so different? You know, oh, well, I can, you know, do something, uh, do something that everybody else does. Usually the answer is a commodity answer, right? So they may right. be in a commodity and then the answer is a commodity answer. How does one... Um, write down or think through, you know, uncover, discover what their, their, uh, you know, I, I always say bailiwick because I have my son, my dog's name is Bailey, um, <laughs> <laughs> but what their super, I know I heard superpower and all this stuff, but how do you un uncover that and discover that to be able to create a message you know, that, that, um, because a lot of people get really stuck with, well, I don't really know what to tell them because it's in their head. Like you said, it's in my head. I know I'm good at what I do, but I don't really see what's special about what I do and how I can bring that out. So, you know, help people with that, because I think that's the biggest issue is, you know, this is what I do. We know the no like, and trust, right? They know what you do. They might right. like you they, and, but in order to get to trust, they have to know who you are not what you do, but we get so trapped in, here's my title and here's my commodity reason why I'm different because it's all the same, right? I'm going to give you timely updates on what's happening in the stock market as your financial planner. I'm going to, you know, and those are all the same thing. How do we discover what makes us so special? I, I love that you brought this up because it's such a critical piece and the no like, and trust, um, while beneficial, I think people put too much weight on it mm -hmm. and they try and get people to know, like, and trust them, even if their product's crappy, yeah. right? Um, mm -hmm. And not that you don't want to do it, but 95% of the money that we all spend every day is paid to people we likely don't know, probably don't like, or have no idea if we like them and have no trust level in them. Mm -hmm. That's the electric company. That's your cell phone bill. That's, I mean, how many of us have yelled at Comcast or AT&T or DirecTV or whomever? Verizon, the, the automated, yeah, customer service thing. Just or American Airlines. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we, we, we spend all of this money on yeah. people we don't know, like, or trust. 
So yes, it's important, but that's not what people really buy. Right. People buy, and it's easy to say, but and I'll walk us through it a little bit, is people buy the results, mm-hmm. right? If you're a realtor, and, and I know in the mortgage, in, the, in your business, real estate, realty, and mortgage, right? People aren't buying a house. The house is the means to an end, right? They're buying, at the very least, probably a school district or a neighborhood over a house. They're buying safety and security for their family. They're buying room. They're buying comfort. They're buying their own first space, right? right. There's all these things that are people are, yeah, that they're yeah. buying that is not the house, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so I think for everyone out there, again, again, I'm, I'm a strategy. I take a few minutes and say, all right, what do I sell? That's your product. But walk yourself through what it actually does for the end user, right? Yeah, what is that result that they're actually getting? Yeah, and yeah. Um, something else that I'm, I, I've stolen from somebody else, Dean Graziosi, from anyone who knows him. I know Dean, yeah. Dean, um, real estate, infomercials, he's done a ton of stuff. He's a brilliant thinker. He has something called the seven levels of why. And if you give an answer, ask yourself or the person why. Yeah. And then you get an answer, ask why. Yeah. Get an answer, ask why. Do that seven times. You're going to get to a very different thing than you started with. Yeah. Like, what do you sell? I sell a house. Why? Because people need a place to live. Why? Because, you know, because, 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 and you get down that road. So I think everyone can work that exercise or something like it to really find out, like I coach people, I get them more leads. I get them more money. I get them um, less spending less money and I get them more time. Right. Right? Those things are all wonderful. And they all sound good, but what does it actually do for my clients? Like, what did it do for that receptionist? She had more pride in her work and she got what she wanted, which was more money and more attention and more trust from her boss because she knew what she was, what she was looking for. Mm-hmm. And if you can show your clients what they're really, really looking for, then I don't care if you're selling a house, a hammer, green beans, or essential oils or coaching, right? that piece no longer matters. If I give you the peace of mind and the ability to spend 10 hours more a week with your family, and I told you that naked skydiving would do it, you pay me for naked skydiving versus coaching (laughs) because what you really want is that 10 hours a week. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You know, I think it's amazing because when you were networking, the typical question that everyone asks each other is, what do you do? And that automatically puts us into the cycle of what I do, not results. I've never had someone come up to me and say, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. What is the result you give to clients? Right. Right. (laughs) And I think if we did that to one another, people would be like, "Uh, yeah, I only know what I do. Right. I don't I've never thought through that enough to figure it out. Right. And I I think that that's just the way that we've gone that way. And I mean, really, honestly, this happened to me, you know, while I was speaking at an event a couple of days ago, it's just what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? It's always what do you do? And uh, we just respond to that question. So I think, you know, some of the disruption, as you said, disrupting, you know, the disruption of this is, um, you know, I, I appreciate you asking me what I do. However, let me tell you what I 
what I accomplish for people, what the results are that people get as a result of working with me. And I think that that would be a big disruptor. It's just a challenge of getting there. Well, you know, what I can see from all this is that this is walking through this process is not something that um, I even feel comfortable with going through by myself. You know, I, I need someone to walk me through this. I need someone to help me um, get to that why, 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 why. And I have heard the seven whys before, the seven levels of why, but, um, you know, is getting to what is the result that, that people, you know, are looking for. Um, so I think that that's really powerful. And I, you know, for those of you that are listening here, this is, this is super key. And if Adam can get you through this in 45 minutes to help you figure this all out, this is something you need to take action on right away. This is not something to, to wait on. Um, and just make sure it aligns with you, you know, make sure that, that the message is something that aligns with you and it feels good. I think that's one thing too, is that a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to be other people and, you know, and I have a, a little saying here in my office that says, uh, be yourself, everybody else is taken, right? Because we, we just try to be what other people are. We reach for that shiny object syndrome, which is really an SOS, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> which is really an SOS to help my business grow. Um, so I, I absolutely love everything that you're sharing. So tell us a little bit. I know you have a gift that you'd like to give everybody. And then you've got something else, perhaps, that you want to share with us as well. Yes. Yeah, so, so um, number one, um, I, I always tell everybody the first 15 minutes with me is free, right? If you don't like me after 15 minutes, we don't have to spend an hour together, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about what you're looking for. If you like me enough, we'll continue to talk. If you don't, you won't, but you're going to get something beneficial and it won't take much of your time. Right. And, and so um, I want to offer that to, to everybody um, to meet with me, if you go to coachwithak, coachwithak.com slash Jen, we can get on the phone, spend a little time and, and identify what it is you need for your business. If that's something I can give you in a, in a phone call, great, go run with it, go make your life better, go pass it on. It's good karma for me and it's beneficial for you and your business. Um, the other thing, if, if you really want to get started on more money right now, how do you get those more leads, more conversions? I, I have a book. Uh, it's called The Ultimate Revenue Breakthrough. It's eight steps to make more money in your business without spending one penny on marketing or advertising. It's at freebookfromadam.com slash Jen, freebookfromadam.com slash Jen. And um, either of those, the book obviously is great. The phone call is great. Whichever one's better for you, um, take advantage of it because yeah. it, it, it's free. And and I don't. I'm doing this for Jen because I like her and we think a lot alike. And we ha we we had this conversation at the beach, and now we get to have it over the internet and share <laughs> it with all of you. So it's really fun. But if we make your lives better together, then that's good for us. It's good for you. It's good for the world. And so those are the the two things. And then if you really want to get started and go now. Um, I've got something that I call the 10K challenge where I will show you 10 to $50,000 in new revenue in that 45 minutes. There is a cost to that, but if you go to coach with AK slash Jen, you can choose that and we can get you started right away. It, it's a minimal cost, big discount for, for Jen's listeners. And that gets you started right away. Uh, but the book or the phone call are just as great. Any of those three are a great way to get started. And 
you're, you're listening to this for a reason. You listen to, to Jen's podcast for a reason. I listened to one yesterday as I was walking the dog, um, a great conversation that she had with, with my good friend, Laurel. And you listen to this for a reason. So take a little action and I guarantee it'll be worth your time. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much. And we'll have all those links out, obviously in the show notes. So what would you like to leave everyone with? What do you, what do you want to share with everyone? You know, I think the, the biggest thing is one, um, I think trust yourself more than you do, whether you're super successful um, or you're just getting started, trust yourself a little bit more than you do today, because it is within you. It's within your sphere of influence to make it better. I talk to a lot of business owners that have multi-millions in revenue and every day they come into work thinking the world's going to end and this whole thing's going to come crashing down. And they can't believe that it's still standing. And then I've got others that are like, I don't know what to do. And they sit at their desk and they move papers from one side to the other and they don't actually accomplish or sell anything. Right, right. Right? And, and some of that is just trusting yourself. If you have enough trust that, yes, I can get this done. My sphere of influence, the people I know, I'm going to get this done. Take that worry off the table and then start with a strategy. Call me, find someone that you know write down a strategy because if you know the strategy, you can wake up in the morning knowing exactly what you're doing, why you're doing it, who you're doing it for, and why it's successful. And if you do that, you're going to feel better. You're going to sleep better at night and your business is going to be better. Yeah. I love that because we know 95% of salespeople and business owners wake up without a plan. <laughs> yes. Right. So I love that. So change that, you know, and like you said, flip that, right. So flip that again and flip the script on that and make sure that you know exactly what your strategy is. That's awesome. Adam, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on here today. Thank you so much for taking time and sharing this great wisdom. I'm so excited to get to know more about you. This is, it's a learning experience for me too, because now we're digging deeper into what you do. And, you know, I love that. And uh, I love that you're helping people in the manner that you are. And I just wish you all the best in your success in helping others achieve their success. So thank you again for being on the show today. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And thank you for having me and, and letting me share a little bit. It, it's always fun to have these conversations. And if people get one nugget, we talked about at the beginning, sort of one nugget and, um, and it helps somebody's life. Um, I think that's, that's what we're here for. The yeah, money, and the fame and the, the other good stuff, you know, come along for the ride. Right, if we right. Make one little nugget change. It's awesome. So thank you for the opportunity. I of appreciate course, it. Of course, of course. I can't wait to see you again. And everyone who's listening, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. If you're brand new, thank you. Welcome to the community. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you've been listening for a while, thank you for always listening in. And just a quick reminder to give us a great five-star rating and write a quick line or two about what you heard from Adam and what you learned from the podcast. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. 
Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.